following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Welcome, Michigan, to the Huge Show. I want to say welcome, Michigan, into the Huge Show all across Michigan, but that's redundant. But I just realized I painted myself into that corner. Hello to you all. My name is Eric Zane. I am filling in for Bill, who is getting uh, a well-deserved bit of a vacation. I think Florida. That's the rumor. Actually, I'm not 100% sure on that. I don't want to reveal where he is. And the rumor is uh, golf, but always leaving open the possibility of some type of camp out at Mar-a-Lago. So just keep that in mind. Uh, my sidekick slash guy who's running the show, some call it a showrunner, some call it a producer, is the one and only uh, Brett Hayes, a.k.a. Superfly, a.k.a. Lurch. Welcome, my friend. How you doing, buddy? Never better. I'm glad to be here. I am very glad to be here. It's going to be fun. Kind of a crazy uh, day with the weather. I mean, holy cow. It's, uh, the morning started out and... Uh, Everybody said, okay, calm before the storm. And then uh, as we're riding in here, it's starting to get pretty dicey across the great state of Michigan. Yeah, it wasn't horrible coming in, but I can tell it's going to be bad leaving. Yeah, I could sense. I could sense that the temperature falling. I saw one person who went off the road. Uh, I kept it slow on on the freeway, 40 to 45. And I could see my rearview mirror mirror, uh, uh, with people filling it. And they're passing me like, what are you, stupid? (laughs) You know, and they like go by me. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, you forget how to drive because it's snowing. Right. And uh, but this is like an ice thing. Yeah, this is uh, this is, uh, you know, this is way above my pay grade. <laughs> so I can't uh, I can't risk anything silly. I got to get out here and do the huge show. So I left a little earlier, uh, which meant I got here like four minutes before the show started. <laughs> so. All right. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I know I you, it's like uh, cliche to say, take it slow when you're driving. But really, I mean, if you're annoying the people behind you and there's plenty of distance with the cars in front of you, you're doing it right. You're doing the right thing. That's absolutely the right thing. And just sit there and all you do. Well, first of all, don't touch your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't touch your radio. Don't do anything. I mean, keep your eyes on the road and listen to the huge show and just watch the show. Because people are probably going to do silly things that they shouldn't do, and they're going to spin out, and they're going to be fine. But, you know, they're going to wind up on the side of the road. And I I hope that they're okay. But just uh, take it easy, because some of us actually have to get somewhere. And I know that a little further south, like they're getting more of the ice deal, which is kind of weird. I think that's what I saw. And then, so it's just going to be a little bit weird for the next uh, 24 hours or so. So, and I have a lot to get to. I, 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 I want to start off right away by talking about uh, what happened uh, with the Spartans yesterday. 
And uh, by the way, 866-838-HUGE is the number, 866-838-4843. And uh, perhaps someone has some thoughts on this unbelievably poignant and still important game for the Spartans. Uh, After this uh, horrible, horrible attack that took place when some psychopath decided to do what he did and ended lives and, uh, and, and, and injured people terribly and the uh, long-standing effects, the far-reaching effects of this that go well beyond Spartan Nation and the families and friends of those injured uh, or who have pa- had, who passed on after that or are just affected uh, by the uh, sheer horror of being in what is supposed to be a place where you go and you learn and you make friends and you, you're just starting your life, and then, boom, this happens. This is, uh, this is every parent's nightmare, and it is a, a terrible reality that we live in right now. And, um, you know, you could go on and on with words that could kind of, like, spell it all out for people, but at the end of the day, there's still a basketball game that had to be played. Uh, of course, Michigan on the road, that was an incredible moment at Michigan. Um for those teams to suit up and do that. And now as we kind of, um, as, as this expands, you see all these other teams supporting the Spartans. I, I know that in some places they played like the Spartan alma mater, the fight song uh, in other venues throughout the country. I know Indiana, uh, they were wearing the t-shirts uh, there and, uh, and so were some of the other schools in the big 10, but this is a game that the Spartans, when you get down to it, not only was this, Enormous because it's the first home game at the Breslin Center since this all went down. So you have 15-plus thousand people packed to the gills showing their support. Uh, Spartans come out. Took about 14 minutes before they finally figured out what they were doing in this one and then said, hold up here. Uh, There's no way in hell that we are going to go quietly and have this game end up the way it is. And it turned into an unbelievably emotional moment as then a couple of plays, one left to, uh, led to another, three-pointer here, defensive stop there, uh, the O-zone getting into it, the fans are getting louder, and they're like, all right, here we go. This is how you do it. Spartans end up running away with it, 80-65. to 65. Uh, after those first 14 minutes, Indiana did not have a chance in this game. There was nothing they could do to stop the Spartans. And, I mean, seriously, not a dry eye in the house on this one. If you want to call, if you have any comments on it, 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843. I'm going to start with the first clip in the uh, post-game press conference. Tom Izzo is unbelievably emotional. When the game ended, it was it was his hands over his face, and you could just you could just see the uh, the emotion kind of just flowing out of this man as the fans were cheering. It was unbelievable. You could feel it, and uh, he talked about a lot of that in this uh, in this cut one. Brett, him up at halftime, made a few adjustments on that cross court pass, and. Uh... I just think everybody did a hell of a job, and most of all, um, the fans, students, and the community. Um, I mean, it was wasn't a nine o'clock crowd game. It wasn't a nine o'clock on a thir- on a Tuesday night crowd. Um, 
fans were <clears throat> unbelievable and uh you know i think it was i saw luana simon the other day and she gave me the maybe a good quote she says tom you want to hug fifteen thousand people all the time i said yeah i do and uh, even more than that she said well the way to hug fifteen thousand people is for your team to play well in front of them and i thought that was uh a damn good statement and i told my team that i said if you want to make people feel better and you want to you know give them a hug this is the way you give them a hug so i hope all fifteen thousand people enjoyed the hug a lot more than that people who watch that game people who listen to it on the radio what a what a thing to say to the coach brett the way to hug fifteen thousand people is to get the boys to play well Got goosebumps a little. Oh, my God. A little bit. I mean, if you're Izzo, you might be like, boy, what do I say to these guys? Yeah. Here we go. And that's all you need to say. Mm-hmm. And then he just took that information and he told them. Now, it took a little bit to get them warmed up. Probably had the yips to start that game. And Indiana's trying to win that thing, too. And they're a damn good team with an excellent defense. Once they figured that out, though, it was all over. And then, uh, and that's exactly what they did. 15,000 hugs. In the arena alone, I'm sure uh, some wet eyes throughout Spartan Nation through that. 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843 if you have any questions, comments uh, about this. Maybe your thoughts as this unfolded as you watched it. Uh, In the second clip here, Izzo kind of reflected on during this two-hour window of time for a number of those fans... Okay, after this traumatic development that has taken place, even if you aren't directly involved in the incident, still, uh, the the, the far-reaching effects of this uh, is is a traumatic thing that these people will now have to deal with for the rest of their life, how they compartmentalize that, how they go on. My daughter, I got a phone call. She's going to hate me for talking about this, but she goes to college at Hope. So she's the same age as a lot of the students that are there, and uh, this has greatly affected her. And I've uh, more than once I've gotten crying phone calls from her because she's feeling uh, she's a very empathetic child, obviously, as I'm sure a lot of people are, uh, is feeling that. And, and uh, I, I don't know what a parent of a student that goes to Michigan State, what they can say. And, uh, and I think it's, it's kind of like makes young people wiser uh, quick, uh, quicker than they've ever had to be. It's uh, kind of like a, a shattering of the innocence. It's kind of like, oh my God, here you go. And that's, that's very, very tough to deal with. So Izzo points out here that in this two-hour window of time, those fans could think of, of, uh, of something else for a little while. Cut to. We all saw that photo of you at the U of M MSU game. We're right there. Uh, at the very end of the game, we saw what looked like the same emotion. Can you take us into that moment as you guys won that game tonight here? You know, I, I swear to you, I, I was just happy for our people. I really was. I was happy for our team, but I was happier for our students. You know, some of them are scared to go back into the classroom. Some of them are worried about going into the dorms. Some of them are, you know, I tried to walk the campus today. Um I went for a walk in the cold. My buddy Wickens back there, and uh, you know, just just want to make people feel comfortable, you know. And and I thought um, here's one two hour period where 
maybe they forgot about all the things that they've had to deal with and they got a chance to enjoy and that's what sports sometimes can do it doesn't uh, take away all the pain but it it's like a, a little aspirin maybe for couple hours so I was just thinking of those people and I just kept looking up at that top row you know Al McGuire once said when the corners in an arena are filled um, you're okay you're good so I think it was our marketing people back there that did a hell of a job our fans did a hell of a job and, and our players did and then those are the people that deserve all the credit on this without a doubt these are the most difficult circumstances that Izzo has had to coach under. This is the, these are the most difficult circumstances that any player who's ever dressed up in a Spartan uniform has had to overcome and perform so flawlessly once they got going. Like I said, the, the game was, was rough early on. That made it even more of an uphill climb for those guys. And they still pulled it all together. I, I can't tell you how impressed I am with all of this. This is absolutely fantastic for them to do what they did. Um, I'm going to touch more on this a little bit later on. We've got a, kind of a crazy schedule today because um, we've got a couple uh, a couple things that we have to meet for time commitments. But I have a couple more clips that when I get to a little bit later on. But I will say this. The team as of right now, after this victory, uh, they now uh, move to, let's see. After an 80 to 65 win, they have 17 wins on the year now. And I'm kind of just looking at the task at hand for those guys. Uh, seven, I'm sorry, 16 and 10 right now. I don't know if that Minnesota game is going to get played. I haven't heard about when that is going to be made up or, or what. I might be talking out of my you know what here, entirely possible. But Saturday at Iowa, Tuesday, February 28th at Nebraska. The Iowa game looks like their toughest. 17 and 10 as of right now, sixth in the big in the Big Ten. Um, I can't say for sure what the Spartans will do when it comes to uh, the field of 64 or 68 or 78, whatever it is right now for the NCAA tournament. But uh, they could very easily win out the rest of the year. And to do that, they would have to be. Uh, Fantastic at Iowa. That's her toughest game. And then February 28th at Nebraska. And then March 4th at home against OSU, who's had a tough year. And, you know, if you can build upon anything, forget everything else about what has happened in the schedule up to this point. The season started last night for those guys. And I think that if they pull it together, they can go far in this tournament if they ride that emotion. You know, you're like, well, yeah, but they're riding the emotion from something terrible. It's like, well, you know, that's not their fault. They were put into that position because of something terrible that happened. And for them to rise up and make everybody feel wonderful is, is, this is an absolutely fantastic story. Hats off to Tom Izzo and all of the Spartans and all the Spartan faithful because that was sensational. Um, All right. Now, we got a, a guest coming up. It is the immortal Paul Woods. Color commentator on the radio for your Detroit Red Wings, who, oh, by the way, beat the Washington Capitals last night in Washington 3-1. to one. That was incredible as well. As the Red Wings continue to be on a tear, Paul Woods is the um, longest-standing color commentary uh, person in the entire state. No one's done it longer than Paul Woods. 
Really? He's an absolute legend. You're not lying. Right no, now. I'm not. He oh, started wow. doing this in 1987, Brett. Nice. How, what year were you born? 90. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> That's only three years before. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had like uh, 170 games under his belt when you were, when you were brought into the world. <laughs> Two years after that, you were looking for a marijuana dispensary if they had those. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have those then. No, not when I was two. All right. So we're going to get Woodsy on the phone. I hope they call him that because I don't know if that's his hockey nickname. I shouldn't have said that. How about just Paul Woods? Paul Woods is going to join us next, talk about a big Red Wing victory and how this team has quietly clawed their way into the playoff race. I'm Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson, and this is the huge show across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium flood, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. 
More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is a huge show across Michigan. Thank you for tuning in on 19 great radio stations all across the great state of Michigan. I am Eric Zane. Castaway radio guy used to be somebody completely washed up now, but with enough in the tank to get through a few shows on the huge show right here all across Michigan. 866-838-HUGE is the number to call. That's 866-838-4843. Terrible habit to give the phone number out when you have no plans on taking any calls. But yes, that just happened. The immortal Paul Woods getting set to join us in just a bit here. Longtime color commentator for your Detroit Red Wings. We'll talk about the particulars of what the Wings have been doing in just a few minutes. Tomorrow, Jeff Risden will be back in here. Uh, he revealed on the show yesterday about his love of death metal. You know, that type of deal. He's a fan of that. And uh, I did not see that one coming. Uh, and he described to us something at those concerts he goes to called the Wall of Death. Now, I, I know what the Wall of Death is. You get a bunch of uh, uh, dudes on one side, like uh, a Game of Thrones battle, and then uh, more dudes, sometimes chicks, in the same group on the opposite side, and then someone like says go, and then they run as fast as they can into each other, and sometimes like people are hurt, but then they go, oh, dust yourself off. Oh, and no, he's hurt, and it's it's really intense. So I, I'm starting to refer to Risden, uh, referring to Risden as Wall of Death going forward. He'll be here tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to find out something new about Jeff Risden, longtime uh, writer for Lions Wire. And uh, USA Today. Right now, we're joined by the uh, longtime Detroit Red Wings color commentator. Uh, I want to bring in the immortal Paul Woods. Paul, welcome to the Huge Show. Hey, thanks very much. How are you doing today? Very well, Paul. I was just sharing with Brett here that you're the longest running color commentator in the state of Michigan. Wow, well, that's pretty. Uh, that's, a pretty that's quite an accomplishment. Just uh, been some great. Uh, Telecommentators. Oh, but there sure have. And you've been uh, going strong since 1987. You're a pleasure to listen to on uh, on the broadcast with Ken. And uh, lo and behold, the Detroit Red Wings are fighting for a playoff spot. Paul, this is uh, this has turned. Uh, they've they've gotten hot at the right time. Isn't that right? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I really think the start of the year they they actually were they, they started out good. Then they had a spell about 20 games where they didn't play that good. I think they were a little bit underachieving at that point, but I mean they have a good team. Like they're they were better, I think, than people thought they were. And, and Steve Eisman added about eight guys during the off season. Like you, you don't do that to not make the playoffs. So I think the addition of those players, like Andrew Kopp was unrestricted to free agent, David Braun that came over, Ben Chirot, like those are really good NHL players. So I think he had this in mind, and uh, it's starting to play out now. But uh, it's far from being over. You know, we got about I think twenty six games left. So. Um, we got to do some winning, but uh, we're in a pretty good spot right now. Uh, where are we on goalie? Because we're getting strong play uh, in between the pipes. Is it is this a goalie by committee setup we have going on? No, not right now. Like Billy Huso definitely is, is, is the 
starting goaltenders to play as many games as he possibly can. You know, and uh, he's been great, and he probably has been our, our most valuable player. Um, but Magnus Helberg now, the last two times out, has, has played well, and he's picked up a victory. So, again, uh, I think he's a confident, he's a big goalie, he's a confident goaltender, and I think given the chance, he's going to be all right. So that's going to be an interesting decision at the trade deadline. Do we stand Patty and goal with Helberg as the backup and Billy as the number one guy or bring a guy in? And sometimes you've got to worry about chemistry, too, if you do make that move. So sometimes it is better to stand pat. So it, it's a tough decision to go, but uh, I think this team has earned the right to battle for the playoff spot. Absolutely. Uh, 19 points out of a possible 28. Winners of 8 out of 11 games. The hottest team in the NHL. Uh, one of the more impressive things was last night, marching into Washington, D.C., and beating the Capitals. What did you see in that game from the boys? Well, our commitment to defense is really uh, its really something right now. And again, we're just tenacious. Like, and I said this in the broadcast a couple of times, like, their, their zone time, like, they have to spend a lot of time in the offensive zone, but they just couldn't get shots on goal. And the ones they did get were actually pretty routine saves for Billy Huso. So it's just a great combination. But that five-man defense, and that's the thing about sports in general, just not hockey, the real secret to it, is when the team gels and comes together and starts to play as a group and holds each other accountable. Once that happens, great things are in the near future. And really, the thing about it, this is the misconception. Like people think it's all what's about a superstar because they're on ESPN and they, they show the great highlight, and that's just one play in the game. That's, that's just like a tiny little moment. That doesn't mean that much, but it's when the entire group never stops, just keeps it checking, just keeps it battling, playing for each other, blocking shots, I mean, doing all these little things that never show up in the highlight film, that's what winning teams do, and that's when you start to, to improve as a group and, and start to, to move on and have a chance to win a championship. I've heard uh, coaches describe that a lot of this is uh, winning those minor battles in the corner and things like that, and uh, you know, winning the puck yeah. over, maybe, maybe the uh, defensive block, maybe the lifting of the stick, that all amount to potential scoring opportunities. You know what they're thinking about, too, is you see them come back from the bench, like, and the guys are all congratulating for the play. It's not about scoring a goal. It's nothing to do with that. It's just about making these other plays. And all these, right, he's right about that. The addition of all those little plays, all those battles won, that's what adds up to victory. But this team is really, they were committed to start the season, but they're fiercely committed like that now. And, uh, and they've got more guys coming. Verona came back last night. He made a difference. He got warmed up in the second period and a couple of great uh, plays. And Lucas Raymond should be back this weekend. He's a top six forward, so we're really deep up front. We'll have some good players not playing, and we've got some. Uh, we're deep back on the blue line, and we've got three guys in Jordan Osterley and, and Robert Haig and Gustav Lindstrom. They can insert them in the lineup. They don't hurt them, so we've got depth there. And then again, the goaltending we talked about earlier. So, yeah, it's a team, I think, that can definitely make the playoffs. I'm glad you bring up Verona. The guy's been through the ringer this year. Uh, and that, I watched him in Grand Rapids. He was very frustrated with his play. Uh, but, you know, he stuck to it. And here he is returning to the team that drafted him. How special was that for Jakob Vrana last night? Yeah, and they gave him a nice little ceremony there during the first period and two on the big screen. And that was, that was, that was classy by the Washington Capitals. And, and good for Jake because, you know, he's gone through some hard times. And, and we all know that, uh, you know, it, it, that's a struggle and, uh, and it takes its toll on the person. But he looks good and he looks healthy now. And, and that's all that counts. And, and the other guy that's gone through not that situation, but the same thing as Philip Sedina. There's another guy that, you know, had such great expectations coming out of junior hockey and, and never lived up to them. But uh, even he was playing really good. 
he was a healthy scratch last night, but he had a couple of very strong hockey games and scored some goals and made some plays. And the thing I want to say, too, is, again, one of the strengths of this team now is that like we're getting so much of mileage from our third and fourth lines. And really, that's a secret in hockey, too, to winning, is you need that. And if you're top-heavy and just only your first two lines are doing scoring the goals and, and contributing, and the other guys are really aren't doing much, you never can win. And you think back to the Rebels Championship years, like, like Malpe and Draper and, and Joe Koser and Darren McCarty, and these guys that played in the third and fourth lines, they were very important. Doug Brown, like they were very important in, in the Rebels winning game. So it takes that entire group. And I see these matchups now, and I look at the different line, lineups, and, and we're, we're deeper and we're better on, on our third and fourth lines. And this Pew Sitter, I'm telling you what, this kid is, is, is something. He had two goals, 260 right. goals last night. Could have had a third one. And then had a chance to shoot at the empty net and didn't do it and pass it off to a teammate. <laughs> but he's so unassuming, yet he's such an important player because he can kill penalties, power play, play center, play the wing, take faceoffs, and just goes about his business day after day. Yeah, I love that. That was very, very impressive. And, you know, lost in all of this is the fact that uh, Larkin got a little high on Oshi and, uh, and and Dylan had to leave the game and the wings still, I mean, uh, I mean, it gave the caps a little bit of momentum, but that was it. The wings closed the door on them despite uh, their captain being gone. That's very, very impressive. Well, I mean, you'd come by with, we'd have no chance. Like if our, if our top players uh, weren't playing at a high level or weren't going to play in the game, it just wasn't going to happen. But that's why it's a different team now. Now we're a group. And again, like they didn't look any different. Like they just kept playing the same way and tenacious checking all over the ice and not giving uh, the Washington Capitals any free looks. And it just it worked out well. But the, that's the mark of a great team. It's, it's not about one person. It's about the entire group. They're ranked 10th in the Eastern Conference now. I am a standings watcher. Do you think players are standings watchers? How do, how do they approach this? Yeah, you've got to do it. I mean, I mean, it's just, uh, this is what you've done. You've, you've, you've played the first... Uh, you know, 55 games for this, for this reason, for this opportunity to be in meaningful games. Every game is critically important, and, and every two points. So, yeah, you know exactly what the other teams are doing, where they stand, where you stand, what you've got to do. And, again, it just comes down to the next set game. Just win that next game and forget about the last one you played and, and just go out there and do what you do. But uh, it's a veteran group, like I said. We've got a lot of guys. Ali Mata, he's won two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh. Shiraz been in the Stanley Cup Finals. Perron's won. We've had lots of guys now with experience on that team of winning. They know what it takes, and it's starting to rub off on the rest of the players. It's exciting because you talked about meaningful games. These are the most meaningful games that the Red Wings have played uh, in many, many years. And I, and I think the fans are noticing that. I think that they're well aware, and, and it start, is it, are you hearing that in the arena as you absorb these games? Is it starting to feel more like what you remember from those uh, from those previous years when, uh, I don't want to say taken for granted, but winning happened a lot more. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think the players really don't even understand what's going to happen in Detroit because Detroit's <laughs> a great hockey town. And, and once they start that bug starts to happen and stuff like that, it starts to build, and it'll be something else, I'll tell you what. And, and again, you know, this is a really likable team, too. That's the other thing about it, too. There's a, there's a lot of good characters in this team, you know, and they play hard, and and Ritz Sider has just done an outstanding job just being a second-year player, he and Lucas Raymond. But uh, there's lots of good storylines, but it's just going to build and build, and the momentum will start to build, and you almost get to that uh, point. And, you know, one time I remember the Red Wings were actually the best team in the Western Conference, and we played Edmonton, and they were the eighth seed. It was back then 1-8, and, and they beat us in six games. 
But I'll never forget that crowd in Edmonton almost willing those other players to find a way to win the game. Like it's a, it was like it was like another player. It was like a, and again, I've seen that in Detroit, even from my playing days, and obviously afterwards when the Red Wings won those Stanley Cups. But it's going to happen again this year if the Wings can get in the playoffs, and I think they will. It'll be something else. Uh, tomorrow, the Red Wings host the Rangers. The Rangers are ahead of them in the conference. They have seventy-five points as of right now. This is a great test for Detroit. Uh, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game tomorrow at 7 p.m. at Little Caesars Arena? I think right now the Rangers and the Boston Bruins obviously are, are the two best teams in the National Hockey League. But the Rangers are improved with uh, Tarasenko picking him up in St. Louis. And again, and Tyler Mott, they got him from Ottawa. He's a fourth-line center. But uh, they just keep getting better and better. But uh, they've got a great defense. They've got great goaltending. And they've got lots of guys up front now that can score. But it's going to be a battle. But the, the other misconception in, in hockey and sports is that, you know, the, the top teams are that much better than the other teams. They're really not. Mm-hmm. Every time they play, it's a battle. And it will be a battle tomorrow night. And, again, we Wings play the way they're playing. We're going to beat the Rangers tomorrow. We, we will. It's just they, they've got that thing about them right now. And I'm taking nothing away from the New York Rangers. But I'm just trying to tell you, it's, it's a very, very fine line in the National Hockey League. The difference between the top teams like Tampa Bay, Toronto, all those teams we play in, the Boston Bruins, they don't beat us by four or five goals. They're all close hockey games. It's all a battle, and, and now we're even playing better. So it, it's going to be a battle if we can get in the playoffs. And if we do get in, we're probably going to have to play a team like Boston or Carolina in the opening round. Paul, you're an absolute treasure. We must protect you for crying out loud. You're one of our favorites, and we're so thankful you're able to share your insight on hockey and the Detroit Red Wings with us. I want you to take care, and we thank you for your time. Well, I really appreciate the time today as well. Thanks for all the kind uh, words, and, uh, yeah, let's get in the playoffs, and let's go from there. I hear you. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. Talk to you down the road. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Paul Woods. How about that? How about that? Loving that. That's great. Paul is just, oh, man, I'm excited now. So the stage is set for tomorrow. Uh, I want to go. I want to like go get tickets. But I have to do this thing. Yeah, you, you know? got to do the show. You know, maybe I can borrow Bill's helicopter after the game. We could get it's there true. in a fast amount of time. Yeah, it's right on top of the radio station. Brad, the word on the street is that something magical is about to happen on the huge show. Oh yeah, is this correct? It says Fun Governor Tim McCullough is going to join me from Soaring Eagle Casino. Yeah, next segment, buddy. You have any idea how much I've looked forward to this? I mean, this is incredible. I've listened on the radio, and I've heard Bill and Tim, and now I get to talk to him. Yeah. All right. We got a lot of great things coming up as well on the huge show. Looking forward to the next hour, too. And Steve Jabaro from the Grand Rapids Gold will join us as well. We're going to take a break right now. This is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Jack City, live on stage. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. They were at the top of their game, but when loyalty and trust takes a hit. DMV, man, we all we got. So the survivors. Your $5 ass down before I make change. Starring Daddy Kane. Stretch from Naughty by Nate. Flex Alexander. The original G-Money. Alan Payne. And Gary Dordain. February 23rd at the Vox Performance Hall. Ticket to Ticketmaster. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the 
Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Shows across Michigan. That music means only one thing. It's time to check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, and I'm working on that right now. We've got a team of uh, hardworking employees, including uh, Brett Hayes, who's leading the uh, staff here and getting them on. I was just going over Tim's LinkedIn. I tell you what, this is uh, this isn't light reading. This is this is fun reading, and that makes sense because he's the fun governor. I'm sorry, an Eagle Casino and Resort. You let me know, Brett, when you get him on there. That's okay, because I got plenty of material for him. The guy is an absolute legend. I don't know if Bill gives him his due. Huge show across Michigan with Eric Zane filling in. When Bill has uh, has the fun governor on, he's basically like, what's up, Tim? And then tell me what's happening at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort upcoming shows. And they're always fantastic. But I'm telling you. Tim could stand on, you know, this is what they should do, Brett. They should have a huge stand on stage at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort and just read all the amazing things that people have said about Tim on his LinkedIn page. I mean, it is, this guy is, he should run for some type of major political office. He could create his own party, like the McCullough Party or something like that. 
I am looking at uh, amazing comment after amazing comment from big wigs in his industry who say all of these amazing things. In fact, let's bring him in right now. The one and only fun governor, Tim McCullough from Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Welcome to the huge show. Eric, I know why you're my favorite. Oh, Bill's not listening, right? No, I don't know. He might be. He's probably <laughs> golfing right now. But, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I've looked forward to this moment for quite some time because I've heard you on the radio. and I said, I got to talk to this guy. His energy is off the charts. That's right. I like it. I like where your head's at. Just yeah. Space. No, I'm a fan, uh, Tim. I mean, uh, uh, Bill doesn't give you his due. We, we should, like, uh, get you to run for political office because I think you'd, be good, you'd actually be good at it. And I look good in a suit. How about that? Absolutely. You bring people together. That's what I do. That's, that's, that's the entertainment business. I love it. What's happening at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, Tim, that you're happy about right now? Well, Sweet Rewards, every Friday in February from 7 to 11 is something that I'm very excited about. All you got to do is show up. We got one lucky winner. We'll be picked. Check this out. One of five chocolates. You get to select your winner to get a chance to win up to $5,000 in cash and premium play prizes. Jeezy, all you got to do is show up Fridays from 7 to 11. Uh-huh. So, so much fun. That's that's Sweet Rewards is what we call it. It is. Is this it? is really cool. I'm very excited about this. For the love of money, first of all, can we just say that together everybody in the car is listening for the love of money one hundred and thirty thousand dollar giveaway uh right here at soaring eagle saturdays in february hourly drawings from 7 to 11 for your choice of either three thousand in premium play or fifteen hundred dollars in cash or fifteen hundred bonus entries into our big drawing here february 25th for a chance to win that uh, brand new 2023 chevy camaro zl1 coupe so everybody's going to show up here on the 25th, get a chance to drive away in that big, beautiful car. And, uh, hey, it's all for the love of money. Am I right? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, you know, people who say, oh, yeah, you can't love money or whatever it is. They go, I, I can. I, I absolutely <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think everybody does. But with all that said, uh, it's about entertainment, and that's what we do really, really well is entertain everybody. Uh, Saturday to February 25th, 8 p.m., John Michael Montgomery and Rodney Atkins right here in our entertainment hall. That's going to be some great entertainment right there. So we can definitely assure a great time that night. Our Baca Pasta is happening on March 11th. Cool in the gang, March 18th. That'll be a great show with all the great hits. They're going to be selling. Celebrating good times, I know that. And then, of course, Jordan Davis, April seventh, great country music right there. Maxwell, the night tour, April fourteenth. Alice Cooper, April twenty eighth. Is everybody paying attention out there? Chicago, May fifth. Godsmack, May twenty sixth. That'll be outdoors. That's going to be a lot of fun right there. Brooks and Dunn with special guest Scotty McCreary, June 15th. James Taylor. Who doesn't want an evening with James Taylor and his all-star band? That's going to be outdoors June 23rd. And, of course, my man Kane Brown, Drunk or Dreaming Tour, uh, right here in Soren Eagle uh, with uh, Chris Lane and Restless Road, uh, August 3rd. More to be announced as we move forward throughout the year. So much to do. So much fun. All you got to do is show up and be part of it. And uh, you can also also download the Eagle Casino and Sports. Uh, that's going to get you right inside the casino, making some great uh, wagers right there mm-hmm. and uh, having some fun on the casino side of things. We, we got it all, man. We got it all. Sweet rewards for the love of money. All these great shows. Eric, uh, yeah. send them my way. Well, can we go back to sweet rewards? I, did you say you like eat chocolate and there's money in the chocolate? <laughs> 
Well, what you get is a, a, a candy bar. It's a beautiful chocolate candy bar. The way it works is hourly drawings from 7 to 11 for your chance to pick a chocolate bar and win your share of $14,000 in cash and premium pl- prizes. You could win up the, uh, a candy bar that is actually worth five. Oh, okay. All right. I was, I was getting that wrong. And the chocolate is amazing, by the way. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I tell you what, everything is sweet there, including you, Tim. Hey, hey. People like are going to, yeah, like there's a real bromance developing here, and, and I'm happy about that. I am very excited about it myself. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, Bill. Hey, Bill who? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, you know, it's all about making friends in this business, and I've spent 30 years making none. So you might be my first. So, well, all right. I'll tell you what. I am proud to be. I yep. shout it from rooftops. I am on rooftops every now and again, and uh, when I do, uh, your name will be coming out. Tim, we thank you. Okay, have a good one. All right, brother. Enjoy the day and uh, drive safe, everybody. Indeed, thank you, Tim McCullough, the fun governor. We'll be back. We've got a whole now uh, another hour coming up. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big, bad, huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The Huge Show is live across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Not exactly solo. I mean, Brett's here. Bounce stuff off him, you know, which is, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot of bouncing. I don't have a bouncing vibe when, when you're in there and Bill's there. I can't. It doesn't, I, I don't feel the bounce. I see it goes one way. And he doesn't like, you know, hey, Brad, what do you think? I think he's still trying to figure out how to use my microphone ah, in there, how oh, to turn it on. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's it's a process. Uh, I didn't say that. That's you. Oh, thanks. I don't want, I mean, I don't want, he said to me, he goes, don't attack me. And I'm not. I'm just saying, I just, I don't feel, it feels like a one-sided conversation. I think you've got a lot to bring to the table. So, <laughs> you know. Thanks, man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, for the past 100 years, I've been doing a podcast from a room above my garage. Because every radio station I go to, at some point, they give me a box and say, it's time to go. That's happened many times. In fact, in this town, it's all of them. The station that I'm on right now here on 96.1 was fired and then brought back. So there's potential to be, I can now start on the second wave of firings from all these these radio companies. You can. I followed you to each of these radio stations, you did. too. I you really did. did. I remember the day when I said to you, hey, Bill needs a producer, and I called you. We had yep. a conversation. That I, was like seven years ago, six years ago? That was uh, five, five and a half years ago. Okay. He said, hey, just to warn you, uh, he's a little intense. He's an intense man. Yeah, you don't <laughs> You were right about that. And you weathered the storm, I and, I, and I'm happy. Still now you've got, on. like, this this beautiful relationship. You know, you live in the same place. 
Yeah, I live in his basement. We're the best of buds. So, um, yeah, that was me for the longest time doing radio, and then uh, that dried up. I started to do a podcast. Everybody does a podcast. Mine is the absolute worst of all podcasts that exists in the world. And if you want to hear just how bad it can be, if you have earbuds or no one around you and you're over the age of 30, you must listen to it just to hear how terrible a podcast can be. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. You can download it wherever you get shows. So it's on iHeart. I just signed a multi-year deal with iHeart, finally. So that's ready to go, and I've been doing that for more than four years, over 1,000 episodes under my belt. Somehow people still keep coming back despite it's it being horribly bad. I have a website, too, ericsaintshow.com. I'm starting to get in the vibe of Bill because he I, he said to me, he goes, hey, you got to promote more. And I know he is the master of that, so I wanted to take a little time to embrace me. You know, that's okay, isn't it, once in a while? It's definitely okay, Zane. All right, seriously, though. What a game last night for the Michigan State Spartans. I mean, uh, first home game. Since uh, the psychopath went through and did what he did. Uh, people coming to grips with that. And um, <clears throat> I, I, I don't even know how they muster up the strength to get ready for a basketball game. It seems like it would be the hardest thing ever. Um, I said it in the last hour that this is this game was the, the most difficult game. This season is the most difficult season. All these players are experiencing something that no other team ever has experienced. Yet they, um, they really did an amazing job last night after starting out really rough. And then they, they said, all right, that's it. Something clicked along the way that set them on Fire. And if you want to talk about this, 866-838-HUGE. What were you thinking when you watched the Spartans last night in their game in beating Indiana 80-65 to at the Breslin? The first home game for the team uh, since this all went down. They played Michigan on the road, and that was a, a, a touching moment, but they, uh, but they fell short. But this was something. It's like they – it would have been completely acceptable – for this team to not rise up. And if they struggled, they struggled. And then that's it. No big deal. But to perform the way they did and uh, basically manhandle a very good team last night after they finally got their bearings in that game is unbelievable. We played a couple of clips in the uh, first hour. Izzo talking about uh, the best he was told the best way to hug fifteen thousand fans is get your team to play well, and he took that message and uh, passed it along to the team. And then, lo and behold, that's what we got. Um, you know, he also talked about how it's a two-hour period where the fans were able to wall off that horrible thing that happened and cheer. Someone asked a question in this press conference if this was uh, the best that the, the uh, team had played. That's my uh, cut three, Brett, if you could. Tom, you flipped the script on the boards from Saturday night, made 18 free throws and scored 80. Is that about the best your team's played all year for 26 minutes? 
Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'd say for 26 minutes, I'd say a number of guys. You know, the guys that played bad played good. You know, I mean, I don't know if anybody played bad, bad. I mean, Trey Holloman played damn good, you know. Um, we got to get a little more out of Jaden. Jaden's been really good lately. We got to get him a little more involved. But I thought every guy did something. As you said, you know, Marty brought something to the table. Jackson brought something to the table. I thought every guy brought something to the table. And when you can get every guy to do that on an eight- or nine-man rotation, um, you know, that's something I hope we can build on. And they hope to. Saturday at Iowa, um, about the same record performance this year. Tuesday, next Tuesday, February 28th at Nebraska. Finish at home Saturday, March 4th against Ohio State. Um, I don't put it past them to win all those games. This is something to build on for Spartan Nation. 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. What were your thoughts as you watched the Spartans? Uh, As they started out so rough, you were probably like, okay, you know, this is understandable for them to do Uh, be performing at this level. But then they came back so strong. It was absolutely a sight to behold. It wouldn't be a Tom Rizzo press conference, though, if there wasn't. This is a real flash of Tom, who you got to love him. But I don't know if this was justified. Because, um, well, this dude asked a question, Brett, and I did not think that this was... I don't think that Tom's response here was warranted on this. I felt terrible for this dude. I guess it's kind of like a uh, a hazing if you're a young reporter asking a question to maybe beat him up a little bit. You know, I mean, can you imagine? Remember back in the day, Brett, when you were uh, an intern on the Free Bear and Hot Wing show? Oh, yeah. And not, not everybody in the state is familiar with this. This is a uh, a worldwide phenomena show. And I was I was part of that. I was like a uh, a sidekick on that show. Sure. And you were like uh, the the intern. I was the intern. Yeah, it's heard all over the globe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we used to haze you to some degree. There was some, we, you know, it got a little rough, right? Oh yeah, I grew the thick skin working with you guys for sure. What stands out to you as uh, some of the things that made you go, oh, God, I don't, I don't know if this is, is going to work out. This is a little too much for me. Uh, probably the first time I met you, um, you just looked at me and you said, hey, you look like a giraffe. <laughs> and that wasn't fun. I got another one from uh, one of the guys on the show. I, I was probably 18, had some <clears throat> acne on my face. Oh, no. And they said something about Avril Lavigne and proactive. <laughs> like, hey, you should get on that. Red beard, I think they called me that. I am so uncomfortable. <laughs> I did not expect this to be. To, I thought it was going to be more benign. No. <laughs> Very Make, thick skin, my friend. A teenager making fun of how tall he is and talking about his face. I mean, this is horrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, we've come a long way. Yes. <laughs> so maybe there's a little bit of that going on there with this. So the dude, uh, the reporter, I guess... Uh, Carson Cooper, the 6'11 freshman, was injured. So the reporter just wanted to know, after this, they're talking a lot about what the, the night meant. And this guy asks about the reporter, cut four. I hope, 
you know, somehow appreciate what the players did. Because everybody talks about how hard it's been on everybody. Well, our players still had to go to class. Had to go into those, some of those places. Had to come here and practice. Um, they felt some of the weight. I mean, you know, I, I didn't uh, mince words. I did feel like we were playing for our for our community, right, for our alums, for, for our, you know. I mean, I, I get the feeling I might have sent you the wrong clip. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's okay. Well, let's finish playing this one. I always feel that way, but this took on a whole new meaning of it. And then we're playing for three people that aren't with us anymore and five that are fighting for their lives. And um, that's good if it's from your heart, but it's hard when it's on your shoulders. And I I thought our guys, uh, you know, a couple times in the pregame talk, I saw guys, you know, and I jumped them a little bit. And I said, you know, I said, it's going to be 40 minutes of focus tonight. And I think what I was happiest about we talked about that in the huddle at Michigan. You know, we got to finish the job, finish the job, finish, stay focused, stay focused, stay focused. Easier said than done. And uh, But everybody, everybody in our building, from our secretaries to our managers to our student secretaries to our trainers to everybody in the building, you know, I think we try to rally everybody because everybody's going through a tough time. And uh, I'm hoping and praying that tonight was that little break and uh, I appreciate all of you Tom is wrapping up that press conference Um, and I think a lot of people felt that I think everybody in the room felt it Spartan Nation needed that and uh, you know God be with everybody involved in that uh, program that organization that goes to that school that has someone they know the uh, far-reaching effects of this are um, uh, too far to even try to factor. I mean, at the end of the day, these people have to go on and, and uh, pack all this up and live their lives. And that is, uh, that is not an easy task. So uh, hats off. High praise to the Spartans for their effort in that game. Um. Yeah, so anyway, getting back to the clip that I did, uh, I guess I messed that up somehow. I don't know how I did that. I, I thought I Nope, that was my fault, Zane. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was. No biggie. Yeah, I'm sorry. You did that great lead-in and No, everything. that's all right. Is, it, is, it, is there a way to recover that? I got it, yeah. Okay. I got it. So now, look, before we get to that, what's the difference between me when something goes a little nutty like that and maybe Bill? Uh, um, you know, I mean, this is no big deal. I don't feel comfortable answering. Okay, that fair enough. Fair enough. I be, look. I'm on some excellent medicine. <laughs> I used to be much more tightly wound. Yeah. So this is no big deal. No, he he has in the past few years. He is very he's, calm. He's, okay, about good. Stuff. Well, that, yes. I'm glad to hear yes, that. Yes, he is. He is because I know he can be very intense. He's like Bo Schembechler. It's, doing this. It's uh, not very often anymore, but okay, it, good. it happens, yeah. Or maybe Bobby Knight back in the day. He Did he ever throw a chair at you? No. No no chairs. All right. Maybe a microphone? A, or, a pen. A pen. Threw a pen at you. It was at the window. Oh, right? no. It was in between the booths, oh, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, so uh, Carson Cooper gets hurt. He's in the boot, 
And this fresh-faced young dude asks him the question. Here you go. This is that clip I was talking about. Cooper had that uh, the boot on for the game. Um, what what is you his timetable for recovery? What, what what happened there? You can just tell this guy's like eleven years old. You can you hear it? Maybe a little green. He sounds super green. Yeah. Can you start it over? Yeah. Okay. Cooper had that uh, the boot on for the game. Um, what what is his timetable for recovery? What 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 happened there? I guess. Just trying to think about something here. It was one of the biggest wins we had here. And I was waiting for some young guy to come up with a negative thing here. Oh. So you win the, you know, it's like Mr. Irrelevant. You're Mr. Irrelevant of the media. Okay, pause. Um, You're Mr. Irrelevant of the media? Oh. How do you recover from that? Oh, and but I, I, I am a little concerned. I don't think that was a bad question. Just what, doing his job. What happened to the guy who got hurt? Yeah. I'm not, I mean, Tom gets a pass without a doubt. Yeah, but at the same time, I I don't think I feel I feel bad for the dude. I mean, this guy just he aged. <laughs> he, you could actually hear the wrinkles forming on that guy's face as Tom Izzo said that. And when he said that, I, I just got to think of what to say. He like kind of like changed his posture. It was in, I didn't, I was uncomfortable sitting in that attic above my garage, pulling that clip, Brett. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, in fact, if I'm Tom Izzo, it would not surprise me at all if he went home and thought about that and called that guy and said, hey, you know, I might have been a little hard on you. Yeah. That sounds like something Tom would do. You know, because... I, I don't know, man. I just didn't think that that guy was doing anything wrong by asking that question. No. But what I'm not going to sit here and bust Tom's balls, though. I mean, for God's sake. But, oh, Jesus, that was uncomfortable. He, uh, all right, keep, keep it going. Let's see what he says after that. Mr. Irrelevant. You're Mr. Irrelevant of the media. Um, you, uh, laughing at But him. the truth of it is, and I made no secrets about it, he went up for a hook shot last night. And came down on Marty's ankle. It was the stupidest non-contact play, and it just just happened. And that really bothered us because we thought Cooper would have to play. We thought we could rotate 15 fouls in on him. And uh, you got to give Jack's credit, Joey, Malik. Um, uh, you know, they stayed out of foul trouble. But uh, what's his timetable? You know, he just couldn't go tonight. I mean, he's a tough kid. It's not a high ankle sprain. It's a low ankle sprain. It's... It swelled up pretty good, but today it was already better than it was yesterday. And uh, so I don't know. You know, I don't know if he'll be ready to go on Saturday or, or what, but uh, he's tough enough. He'll get through it. Thanks. Thanks? He, he should have said thanks, it was, so, except for that guy who asked that question. It was a good answer to his question. I know. After I the whole kerfuffle, you yeah, know. I don't know why he had to lead with that. I'm surprised we didn't hear... <laughs> Like crying in the background from that dude, whoever that was. <gasps> Holy cow. I mean, that was that was something. Um, and then, or, I mean, or, you know, maybe he, for him to be quiet, for the reporter, I think that was the best performance. <laughs> that was the most professional response ever. That is, don't say a word. Oh, man. Or can you imagine if he got a little upset and he, like, tried to call out Tom on that deal? Really, Tom? Really? Oh, 
He would have thrown the podium at him. People laughing at him too. Oh um, my gosh, that was uh, that was that was something. Um, all right, well that was and that was it. That was that was quite a press conference. Um, not really making fun. I'm just well, I'm kind of making fun. More of the guy who asked the question. But I, I, I got to defend the dude. I don't think that was a bad question. I thought it was, he feels bad too. That guy feels bad too. And here Tom is calling him Mr. Irrelevant of the media. Oh, that is not good. God, I, I, I feel bad for that dude, whoever he is. All right. Um, what do you think? Should we keep it going, Brad, or should we? Get out of this now, and then reset for Steve Jabara. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that second one. All right. So Steve Jabara is—I um, don't know if he likes to be known as a local entrepreneur or what—but he's one of these people that, well, he's the owner of the Grand Rapids Gold basketball team, the G League affiliate to the Denver Nuggets here on the west side of the state. Okay. And uh, just an amazing story of how that team was able to stay put in Grand Rapids despite a multitude of things that was happening to the team to um, try to keep that from happening. Yet here they are uh, playing in a fantastic arena after they uh, got out of that hellhole. And uh, we will talk to him coming up in just a bit. Live in studio, we'll have Steve Jabara coming up on the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel arena in downtown gr 100 of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at van andel institute in grand rapids don't miss out on the limited edition griffin's purple apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game learn more at vai.org that's vai.org
Chris Johnson, New Jack City, live on stage. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. They were at the top of their game, but when loyalty and trust takes a hit. TMB. Man, we all we got. So the survivors. Your five dollar ass down before I make change. Starring Daddy Kane, Stretch from Naughty by Nature, Flex Alexander, yeah. Original G Money, Alan Payne, and Gary Dordain. February 23rd at the Box Performance Hall. Tickets to Ticketmaster. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge Show, all across Michigan, 19 great radio stations for the one nearest you. Go to thehugeshow.net. How was that? It sounded just like Bill, right? That's something Bill would say. So smooth. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Of course, on the iHeart app, just search uh, Huge Show. Uh, or, uh, in fact, head to our flagship, 96.1 The Game on iHeart. You can hear this. Take it with you. Holy cow. Podcasts. We've got a lot of podcasts. The Huge Show available everywhere. In fact, you can go uh, wherever you download shows. Search The Huge Show. And Brett does an amazing job. You get a lot of options there. Because you got, like, the full show. You can do that. And you're like, ah, no, man, I want to do it hour by hour. Brett does it hour by hour, which is awesome. In fact, when Bill's here, he has to post every five minutes of show goes up there. Yeah. So when you subscribe to the huge show, you can uh, download um, how many five-minute increments are in an hour. Well, you break that down. Basically, uh, you'd get about three or 400 uh, podcast episodes per day. It's what it's what it boils down around that they got you covered. Yeah, Uh, the huge show podcast available wherever you download shows. In fact, yesterday was uh, was a hell of a time with Jeff Risden in here. I mean, him and uh, he and I, I think I think that's right. He and I is it him and I or he and I we hit it off for the first time ever. We did a show together and it was an absolute riot. Holy cow. We had a lot of fun hearing about uh, things going on with the Lions, and he even he focused, focused a little bit on his uh, uh, love of death metal. And that is not even a joke. He's like one of these 50-year-old dudes who flings his body around a mosh pit. He'll be joining us tomorrow and Friday on the show as Bill is enjoying a well-deserved vacation. I think a lot of golf in the future for Bill Simonson. Okay, he will be back on Monday. Uh, as we do the show, we're getting uh, set on the arrival. Uh, Steve Jabara's driver just pulled up, and uh, he's being escorted up the stairs. The um, owner of the Grand Rapids Gold G League affiliate of the um, Denver Nuggets here on the west side of Michigan. Our number is 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843 as we're sitting in what is, I guess... Uh, a winter storm warning, an ice storm warning, depending on where you are. Some portions of the state of Michigan are getting it worse than others. Now, where I am in Grand Rapids, uh, the word on the street is that, uh, well, they, hell, the snow didn't even start. Well, it, I don't even know if it's really started yet. I mean, it was kind of dicey on the way in, but no big deal. 
And I'm not seeing anything too dramatic right now looking out of the window here in uh, downtown Grand Rapids. It was a little bit slick on the roads in the way in. But uh, all the schools closed, and now all these all businesses are closing and stuff like that. And I'm like, is this going to be one of those overreaction moments that sometimes happens in Michigan? And, I, I mean, I'm guilty of this because uh, one of the storms that happened earlier in the year um, I I bought into the hype. I bought into the hype that it was going to be a dramatic snowstorm, and I and they were like, uh, "Be prepared for loss of power." And they're talking about that. As Steve Jabbar gets in here, I'll just uh, lead him into this with: uh, Are they overreacting about the snow? Because I know I did at the time, and I went ahead and spent way too much money on a generator, and I've always wanted to get a generator. But I went ahead and bought the generator, and then I, I, I was like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then I, I went outside and I stared at the sky for like four days, and I don't even think there was even one snowflake. So now I got this stupid generator, and I, well, it's not a stupid generator, but I, I, I haven't used a Steve Jabbar from the Grand Rapids Gold. Welcome. How are you? Oh, he didn't even turn on your microphone. Oh, for God's sake. What do you do? What, what, what's going on? What, 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 what did you do? Hold on. I, I got to know. I'm trying to get uh, Steve a glass of water. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. So he's powered Microphone's now. on, yes. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What, I, I can't imagine nobody else wanted this time slot to walk over here. <laughs> it's gorgeous out. Um, has anyone ever tell you, told you that you smell nice? Once in a while. You, I don't know. what. Do you moisturize? What's going on there? I mean, I, it, it smells like flowers in here right now. <laughs> I, I I am in love with you. Is it me or him? It's you. Uh, Brett doesn't okay. smell that way. Uh, could be the office. Maybe the oh, lingering. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, welcome. Year Sorry. one of the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. <sighs> what's the takeaway so far? What what What's on your mind about this basketball team? Because I know what's on my mind, but what's on your mind about this basketball team? <laughs> um, look, it's been a, a really good year for us. We're, we're growing into the building. I think you've probably seen yeah, it. Absolutely. It started a little tough, but we're starting to really make some good headway with good crowds and good energy. We've gotten really good on the entertainment team inside. That, I mean, part of it's due to you, but like we're putting on a really good show now, regardless of wins and losses. Um, and so I think that's bringing people back. And again, you know, we're on this mission this year to get a first date with everybody we can in Grand Rapids to come see it. And we're, we're getting close. Part of the struggle is, and I hate to use that mm-hmm. word, um, but, you know, I mean, um, so far we've had one, count them, one Friday game. And yep. people love doing things on Friday, Saturday. Yep. Now, um, you are late arrivers into the year for Van Andel Arena's, uh, Arena's schedule. The schedule had been laid out for the most part for whatever is going on there. Um, does that factor into other years where you'll have, there'll be more of a uh, balanced distribution of those dates? Yes, yeah. So you're absolutely right. We came in a little too late to the scheduling process this year, and we're seeing that. But next year it gets much better. So we already kind of did the date draft. Um, and way more Saturdays, way more Fridays oh, that's, next that's year. That's spectacular. Yeah. Because- and less Mondays. <laughs> Absolutely, because on that uh, first Friday game of the year, I was so stoked because it was it was a great crowd. I mean, not that they're not great, but 
I mean, they, there's a lot of room in that For place. Sure. There's a lot of room in that place to grow. So. Yeah, I was excited to see that because that was our first test of like, all right, we, we, we've got enough excuses. We're playing on Mondays. We're playing on Wednesdays. We're playing on Thursdays. You know, does Grand Rapids like this team and do they want to support it? And then, you know, you get our first Friday and we almost filled the place. Yeah, it was great. It's pretty cool to see. I love that. You also added someone who's going to be so embarrassed that I'm bringing him up. His name is Phil Cronin. Now, this is a behind the scenes guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Let's be honest here. When it comes to events, um, Whitecaps, Griffins, uh, Gold, you're going to get a lot of first-time fans. Mm -hmm. And the key is they need to have a wonderful time, laugh, have a good time, enjoy the game, great basketball, and then you got to get them to come back. That's a trick, get them to come back. And you added this piece to the puzzle you talked about, entertainment. Mm -hmm. This piece is the guy, in my opinion, to really add something because when the, the the gameplay isn't going on, you gotta keep them engaged somehow. Take me through the process of hiring this absolute gem yeah. of a game ops manager. Yeah, Phil's terrific. And and it was partly again, being at the Delta Plex for so many years, I don't think we knew exactly what we needed to do in a building that size. And so the first couple games they were they dragged a little and there was some downtime and you know, we put you on an island to, to entertain everybody. Um, which I love. Which you did a great job. I love job. attention. Yeah. But, you know, we needed, to, we needed to up our game a <laughs> yeah. bit. And so Phil brings a whole other element, like I said earlier. Like, our entertainment there, we're, we're putting on a really cool show now. Uh, even if you don't like basketball, I mean, you're leaving with something. You're smiling. We got all the fan cams. We can't quite figure out the T-shirt gun all the way. But we're, no, we, we did. Going, we're, it's we're user doing. error. It's <laughs> operator error. I'm telling you. I'm telling you because uh, Buckets is the mascot, mm-hmm. and I love this guy. He is fantastic. He's a great mascot. Yeah. And But we got this new T-shirt cannon, and the key is, you got to keep that the the handle moving, Gatling, the crank. Gatling it's a gun. Gatling gun, <laughs> yeah. and he hasn't mastered that yeah. yet. So uh, there's an uh, Luke uh, who works for the T. Is Luke mm-hmm. an intern? Yeah. Okay, Luke has it down. Mm-hmm. You need to hire him for just for T-shirts Not alone. Enough. So I think buckets needs to be banned from the T-shirt cannon. <laughs> And let Luke do it because buckets can't get it. So anyway, but yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a wonderful uh, uh, bit of engagement that's going on there, and and, and I I love you guys. It yeah. is it is it is so much fun to do those games. And the basketball is such a high level, and we're you know we started off rough there too. We're competitive now. We got a really good top, I mean, good team. I mean, Andre's figuring out on the coaching side. We. We're, we're in it till the last minute every game. Well, least. yeah, the, the, the winning two of the last three home games mm-hmm. was spectacular, and you very easily could have won three of those uh, of those all three of those games um, with those two with Windy City. You split, uh, but no big deal. I mean, back at it, and uh, you got basketball uh, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. You got basketball Sunday, three p.m. Yep. So here you go. It's a perfect opportunity to get out and go to a Grand Rapids Griffins. I'm sorry. Oh, Grand Rapids Gold. It's not hockey. It's not hockey, dum-dum. Old habits die hard. Uh, Grand Rapids uh, Gold basketball game. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Talking about the play, the G League, um, a story was uh, over the weekend about uh, G League player Mac McClung. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. Where he plays for the, uh, I don't even know the name of the affiliate. for Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. What are they Blue doing? Co- Del- That's it. Delaware Blue Coats yeah. are the uh, G League affiliate for the Philadelphia 76ers. Correct. What did you know about Mac McClung going into the NBA's All-Star Weekend slam dunk competition? Yeah, I didn't know he was that springy. The only thing I knew about him was when he was at Van Andel, dropped about a 
a 30 piece on us not too long ago. So okay. I knew he was a ball player. And then he had graduated to get a two way contract, right? So he's, you know, he spends half his time with Philly, he spends half his time with Delaware. Um, but they added him pretty early to the dunk contest. So somebody knew something that I didn't. Right. But, uh, Boy, can he! That was that was really cool. It's not only cool f- for for you know fans, but for us as a G League to hear how many times they repeated that this kid's in the G League, and then for to hear his speeches about you know don't sleep on these guys in the G League. Like, no, no, I'm there, no. they're there, like they're coming. You know, they're they're moving up and everything like that. I mean, that's the um, and that's those ty- these types of stories happen um, all the time. Um, at least one a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we remember when Stauskas dropped a hundred points in two yeah. nights. And he immediately uh, was brought mm-hmm. to the Boston Celtics. Yep. Um, one of the things that is an opportunity for these players is, like, if a player for the Grand Rapids Griffins has an incredible night, he doesn't have an opportunity. No, I know. I'm, I'm going. Uh, a player for the Grand Rapids Griffins, if he scores, like, four goals, yeah. he's not going to go to, like, another team right. in the National Hockey League. But in the G League, mm-hmm. a player has an opportunity. Can you explain sure. how that works? Yeah, so we have, we have really... Th- three basic roster spots so we have kind of g league contract guys um sort of the 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 main uh use of our roster so those guys can be called up anywhere right so that's about six to seven guys um nuggets have a certain amount of time to claim them in our case that's our affiliate um but if not they can go to any nba team which is how the g league retains a lot of talent in this league because if i'm a point guard i'm gonna point guard in a g league team with a NBA affiliate that's got a ton of point guards, you know, I would probably scoot because I don't see a big future of me going up. But this way, you know, I can play my butt off and maybe get called up by another team. So we have G League kind of roster guys, base guys. We have what's called uh, Exhibit 10 players. Um, So in our case, the Denver Nuggets can bring 20 guys to camp and keep a 15-man roster. Those five come to us, um, right, and their salary ranges all vary. And then we have assignment players. So that's Jack White, that's uh, Peyton Watson, those guys that are on the Nuggets team that get sent down because they're not, you know, getting playing time or they're two-way or something like that. Okay. Yeah. How was that for a mouthful? That's good. That's (laughs) that's a great explanation. Um, As the years uh, went on, uh, the Grand Rapids Gold, prior to being the Gold, they were the Grand Rapids Drive. We've talked about this a little bit before, but I always found it very interesting. Steve Jabara from the Grand Rapids Gold is joining us on the huge show. Um, the universe was trying to take your basketball team away from you. Mm-hmm. Three gigantic things happened, yet here we are. Mm-hmm. You lost the uh, uh, affiliation. So now you're, the, the Pistons uh, put a team in, in Detroit, mm-hmm. so that ends. Uh, then you're trying to find your way, and the pandemic shuts everything down. Yep. That kind of bought you a little time, didn't it? Yeah. We didn't have a lot to say, though, because we, we didn't have a dance partner, so we kind of flew under the radar for a while. But we did, yeah. It gave us a little bit to try and figure out what to do. And then uh, kind of came together quickly when the Denver Nuggets – and you were able to merge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take yeah. take me through that again. Yeah, it, it was an interesting couple of years. So, you know, we were with were the drive for, you know, seven seasons essentially. And probably the last two of those, you know, we the rumors started that either they wanted to buy the club or um, you know, they were gonna do something on their own. So we kind of tried to, you know, push up against that and, and, and you know, see what we but at the end of the day I didn't know what we were gonna do without the Pistons. So that news spreads and then COVID comes. Season ends, 
and the last year we were supposed to be affiliated with the Pistons was the COVID year. So the contract runs out kind of while we're not playing any games. Um, and then we, uh, we, we, we emerge uh, from COVID and you know, thank goodness we, we, we found this partnership with the Denver Nuggets. So we come out of COVID with a name change. <clears throat> so everybody's kind of wondering, well, well, who are, who's the gold and what happened to the drive? And, you know, and then, you know, at that point we, we had one more season at the Deltaplex. Deltaplex closes. Then we move downtown. That's the third thing. That's the third thing. <laughs> so then, point, then, so like, then now it's like, well, well, who are the guys that played there? And, and who's the team downtown? And I remember something with the Pistons, but, uh, you know, these guys go that way. And, and why would they be with the Nuggets? Anyway, all these questions, um, you know, to which we tried to answer with, like, look, you know, we were up against it. Denver's a, an incredible partner. They love Grand Rapids. They like the distance between the club. They want their guys, which we've seen, their guys to come for two, three, four games at a time. Right? You're not coming back to Denver on our you know road trip to Miami or when we play the Knicks or something like that. You're going to stay in Grand Rapids. You're going to develop. Um, and that's how they want to use their, their G League roster. So you know, all those things happen. We come out this year. Now we're at Van Andel. And again, try to cement ourselves in people's mind as you know, it's not so much that teams moved and did this and that. We're the same organization. We've had a you know, name change and a new dance partner. But that was our way to keep G League basketball in Grand Rapids. Um, and did you good. at any point in all of that, because you're you're very calm. I want to tell you, you're a very cool guy <laughs> and calm. Did you have those doubts? Did you think ah, maybe this just isn't going to work out here? The hundred percent. I was. How, how I was, did you quiet that? Uh, I mean, because I would have given up. Well, the issue was when when the Pistons kind of came out and said, "Like we're you know, we're either going to buy this thing or we're going to start our own." You know, right then everybody. You know, that's the first time we've gotten people's media attention in a while. So everybody's asking me these questions, and I put my foot in my mouth about like, like we're not, le-, you know, like much like Leo, and then you know we're not leaving, and uh, we're staying right here, and 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 look, we're going to figure it out. This now, I had no idea what I was talking about. Like, I didn't know this was ever going to come together. So we started putting the scenario together of what happens if we're an independent team, right? And we don't have an affiliate. Like, how are we going to feel the team? And what are we going to do? And mm-hmm. You know who's coming to the game if I'm picking the players and coaching maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, but so there was you know there was a lot of doubt for a while, but again, thank goodness the Nuggets didn't have a partner and and they wanted the distance. That's that's great. That that is really fantastic. And now and now here we are, as the season goes on. Um, you you feel good? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow. We should have an awesome crowd. Tomorrow. I think so. Yeah, on Sunday so. too. You know, again, I'm I'm really excited for next year because I think. Uh, you know, we'll have proved ourselves this year. And then we get those good dates, and you know, I think it becomes a, a really good time. But I love it. Even, even like you know, yeah, tomorrow I think we're we're in really good shape. So again, yeah, it's been good for us. Okay, stay right there. I want to talk to you some more. We gotta we gotta take a break for a second right now. And uh, hey, Brett, I, I, we're not gonna have a ton of time in the next segment, right? No, we will not. Am I gonna do anything fancy that you need me to do, or am I just gonna like? Uh, uh, if we got time, you can do brands on tap. Oh, brands I love tap. that. I, I love good. that. All right, Steve Jabara, Grand Rapids Gold is joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And we will take a break. This is The Huge Show. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss Sweet Rewards, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop. Not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Short segment alert. My apologies. Uh, too much entertainment from Steve Jabaro from the Gold Moore in the next segment with him. Brands, what's on tap? Check out all the big games. Brands, multi-lob, giant screen. Get yourself a huge burger and have an amazing time at any one of the area. Brands locations. Thank you so much to them for being a key sponsor of the huge show all across Michigan. More from Grand Rapids Gold owner Steve Jabara coming up. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Huge shows live across Michigan. It's the only show where the people come first. Power to the people. Lots of people. People, people everywhere. I'm Bill Simonson. No, I'm not. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Occasionally I'll drop into that. Um, Bill says that doesn't sound like him, Brett. I don't know. What do you think? 
I'd say a little bit, yeah. A little bit, maybe. Just a little. It might throw you off a little bit. I know that a, uh, one of the expert engineers over here, Rich Bass, it actually did throw him off one time. Really? Yeah, he's like, wait, what, what's wrong with Bill? He sounds a little... Uh, but he, he thought it was him. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm filling in for Bill. So is uh, Jeff Risden, who's not here today. Um, he's doing a uh, death metal concert and participating in the Wall of Death. And uh, he'll be back tomorrow on the show to talk about what went on there. I think that's what he's doing. And then uh, we'll be back. to We'll be together on Friday. It's the new hot. Uh, what we're doing is we're auditioning for a new morning show, Jeff and I. And if this works out, there'll be potential for us to take over the Grand Rapids airwaves, Brett. So maybe you'll be doing double duty, producing a morning show, producing an afternoon I show. would love that. Yeah. yeah. Double your pay. Oh, you know? Yeah. Okay. Even better. Uh, so I'm filling in for Bill. Uh, I love it. It's been fantastic. Thank you if, uh, for listening. 866-838-HUGE. 866-838-4843. Steve Jabara. Is your title the owner, or is there... I, I know you are the owner, but is there more to it? Do you no. throw anything else <laughs> in there? It, that's it. But you do say my last name really well. Jabara. Yeah. A lot of people struggle. What, really? Mm-hmm. What, I get a lot of... Oh, they think you're... Yeah. That, that's a silent deal. Yeah, right. Chabara. <laughs> exactly. Is Mr. Chabara in? Okay. Yeah, I think that that would, that would make them think that probably you have a Middle Eastern background or right. something like that. Which, which I don't I think usually, you do. No. And there's no relation to... It's not Kareem Abdul Jabara, right? Right, but I did not. You know, I ne- a lot of people. Assume, a lot of people assume that Steve Kareem Abdul Jabara, <laughs> exactly. like that. I'm going to use it yeah, at please. some point. Yeah, at gotta, some point, I you're going to hear that coming back in the way. arena. Thank you for putting that in my brain. <laughs> what, what, what ethnicity is it? A German or something? Or? Lebanese. Lebanese. Okay. All right. I get it. Fantastic. Um, well, now running the uh, team, I, I, I got to say when I came in. Um, at the at the Deltaplex, Whew. I did not know what to expect. Okay, I'd never done a basketball game in my life, and I have a an admission for you. In that game, I was so thrown off by uh, the pace. Sure. You cannot look away. You really got to follow. Um, and like I have the spotter next to me, scorekeeper, who's telling me how many team fouls, and he does it silently by just holding up numbers, uh, number of foul on the player, number of team fouls. And I'm like, why is he showing his fingers to me? I had no idea. <laughs> this was so confusing to me that I actually made the decision that that was my one and only game. Oh, you were done after I one. was done. Huh. And I was really upset. I was like, this is bad. And, um, Oh, man. And uh, I, I walked out of there. And I didn't say anything. I went home and I thought about it. And then I said, no, you got it. You can't just quit. I mean, what are you, some kind of idiot, <laughs> a child, for God's sake? So uh, I stuck with it. And uh, it, was, it worked out great. It's, it's like one of my favorite things to do to do those games. The whole crew there is fantastic. You have a, a, a bevy of interns that you put great responsibility on these True. people. Yeah. I mean, you make your interns work. They're running music. They're 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 involved with the operations on the court in between the whistles when like the team takes a timeout. My god, you put a lot of uh, responsibility Army, yeah. on these people. And they're all competing. It's kind of survivor style for a full-time gig after right. the season, so they they work hard. I've got I I actually have said to Phil Cronin, uh the game ops director, I said 
that one and that one. There's a there's a, there's a lady and a dude who I'm like these are these are winners, man. They do start to stand out as the season. Goes they along. do, yeah. they do. But do you have to rotate these people to actually? Give them a try. Yes, that's yeah. a great way yeah, to so do they, it. They touch pretty much everything. Yeah, we, we're their their credit based internship. They get a lot out of it. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Uh-huh. I I love it. Okay, um, the basketball team. I want to talk about the gameplay itself, sure. Because this team's been playing very well lately, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I mean, take take me through it. Uh, did, these guys have something to play for all the time. Every game is an audition in the G League. Yeah, hundred percent. So. The number as of the All-Star break was 58% of NBA rosters have played in the G League. So it's really become this incredible funnel system. So, you know, we have guys who have aspirations to get up to the NBA. This is the second best basketball league in the world now. So we have other guys who, if they can put up stats in this league, get paid really well when they go overseas. And so they're all competing because they know all these eyeballs are on them. And so, you know, for people that haven't come, we like to call it, you know, kind of the NBA skill with college hustle, right? Because they all are kind of playing for their livelihood and to try and get to that next level. Uh, 50 plus games in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys don't really have an off season. Mm-hmm. The grind is real because they play those games and then a schedule maybe overseas yep, like you exactly talked about. Right. Yeah. And then all in preparation to try to make an NBA squad and do it all again. Yes. They got to burn hot all the time. Correct. So probably four to six of our guys will join the Nuggets Summer League camp, uh, play in July in Las Vegas. That same bunch will end up in training camp with them, you know, whether they stick or come down. Yeah, it's, and they'll, yeah, right. After the season, they'll go grab a remainder of a, you know, uh, three months left in a European league or, you know, somewhere down south or something like that. So they're playing all year round. And, their schedule here in town, and the travel's tough, right? We were doing back to backs on the road, and I mean, they get they get pretty banged up, but they got to play through it because you know they're trying to get called up. So this is the ninth year of Grand Rapids Correct. basketball. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I know. It's gone. It's gone so fast. Yeah. So let's go back to year one to now, and that um, how how the league has risen up. The the league has. I mean, year one it was the NBA D League, correct? And hardly anybody knew about it, correct? Yeah, yeah. So and that was part of the challenge starting the team, right? So, you know, when I I, I had paired up with Joe Dumars, we were picked Grand Rapids. I didn't have any money, so I was kind of running around trying to put investment together to start this thing, and nobody ever heard of the D League uh, when it was called you know, the NBA Development League. Half the issue being, you know. If there's a D league, somebody assumes that there's an A league and a B league and a C league. So, you know, what are you doing with this fourth tier type league? Right. Um, but also, this league wasn't very credible, right? There weren't two way contracts then. There was no ESPN. Uh, there was no Nike. We were in Adidas league. And so it, it wasn't as connected to the NBA. So, fast forward, you know, five years from when we started the team, uh, here comes Gatorade, right? So, a lot of people don't know that G, the G and G league is Gatorade, right? So, Correct. Gatorade did an entitlement sponsor because they liked seeing. Obviously, the call-ups, the use of Gatorade. I mean, they would they activated the whole league to the point where, you know, these guys were swiping cards when they would go into the locker room and use the urinal because they were all drinking different types of Gatorade. I mean, they were using it as this this wait what incredible R and D. So Gatorade was using different fluids for different guys to help manage their performance and stuff. And 
There so was a body, and they got to swipe a card. Yeah, they, to let them know like the, the who's using it, and then and then they would get a report back, and then they would change what they get a urine report. Yeah, what fluid they're coming back. <laughs> so, but so they really, really use the thing. You see that, Brendan? Then, it sounds uh, like you have when you go to those testing places. <laughs> <laughs> so and then it, you know, and then here comes ESPN, right? And then here comes two-way contracts, and then all of a sudden this league gets super credible, and uh, that was part of to do with kind of our brand yeah. with the Pistons, everything like that. Um, but it's come a really long way to the point where you know now it's 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 a very important part of basketball operations for NBA teams. Did the NBA say, "Hey, we need to make this bigger than it than it is now," or did it just happen? I think I think probably a little bit of both. I think NBA teams started using them more often, and then they realized that the infrastructure maybe wasn't set up to do that properly. So then the NBA starts investing money and practice facilities and requirements and different things to make it a softer landing spot for the guys when they get sent here. So that's, that's great for them to have that. Um, because I mean, it'd be very easy in the NBA to just business as usual and coast, Mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, a lot of times you're at the top one day, you're at the bottom the next. And, and at the, at, at the end of all of this, the league is still competing for one person to buy a ticket. Yep. And the second you let up on the gas, it, you can see this go south, and yep. you just don't want that. I mean, for the league as a whole mm-hmm. to be able to have the foresight to, hey, let's keep this yeah. uh, going, it, it helps everybody. Yeah, and they use it They use it um, many different ways. So not only on the basketball side, so every ref since 2012 has started in the G League. You know, um, our jersey fabrics are different than the NBA, right? They're r and that. You know, a lot of our rule changes are a lot different. The way coaches do challenges that could go up, the way we shoot free throws is different. You know, they they're testing things at this league that they could potentially take up to the next level. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up because in hockey, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, rules that are taken up in the NHL start in the American League. Yeah. Um, you talk about um, first of all the free throws in the D in the G League. Mm-hmm. Um, you shoot one, it's worth two. Yep. If you're fouled when you're shooting a three-pointer, one foul shot is worth three. The idea, um, game momentum is that is that is that why this is because you know because uh, uh, Giannis in the NBA, I can't I always mess up his name and Antenna Kupo. Onto the Kupo, yeah. Onto the Kupo. <laughs> we played his brother a couple times. Yeah, I think I you were good at it. Oh yeah, I had to practice. <laughs> um, he. Um, he takes a long time, mm-hmm. and and uh, in some cases too long. Yeah, is that why? Is that why they did yeah, this exactly. to, to keep the momentum? That and so the G League is looking at a relatively large media deal next year, and some of the networks that look at it want a two-hour right. firm two-hour window for a G League game. And you've been hitting it. We're, yeah, if we don't go to overtime, we're well below two hours, and so that way they can put a half-hour pregame show, half-hour postgame show, and then they can run sitcoms or whatever they want, you know, on on schedule, and so. That was the first move, and I, I, I dislike it. I mean, it, you you, it, you don't like the free. No, throws. it's very confusing for people to see somebody shoot one for two and one for three. Um, I think it hurts, obviously, the player because you know I think NBA average is like seventy percent on first, okay. but it's like ninety on the second because you calm down, you, you know, you get your shot down or whatever. All right. From a business owner, that fourth quarter comes so fast, and I can't sell any more beer. Ah, it never <laughs> occurred to me. Yeah, so it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a tough okay. situation for us. But you know, again, I don't know if it'll stick for next year. But it's something they're trying just to to 
you know, see if we can get that deal. So you mentioned the uh, in, in the G, in the G League with uh, challenges. That's not in the NBA. It is, but not you know we can challenge anything in the G League. So Out of cer- bounds, yeah, yeah. foul, exactly. Uh, Opinion based calls. You know, was that an actual you know travel? Okay, and. In the NBA, there's a lot more scrutiny on what you can and what you can. And you get one per game, right? One per game, even if you win. Even if you which win. Which is unfortunate. Okay. Um, in overtime, mm-hmm. that's not in the NBA. Correct. No. I love the overtime. Yeah. What do you think about it? I, I do like it, too. Okay. I, I like the idea of a kind of a buzzer beater league. So we play that Elon ending, so it's plus seven. So if the final score is 100 to 100 and going into overtime, first one to 107 wins. Yes. And it, <laughs> it creates some interesting dynamic. You know, if it's... If it's tied 104-104 and you're going to 107, you don't want someone to hit a three, just foul right away. You know, it becomes a game of strategy then, too. I actually witnessed that. I witnessed that against Windy City the yeah. other night. And uh, Coach Andre Miller is screaming, no threes, no threes, because if they hit a three-pointer, the game would be won. Yep. And lo and behold, uh, Henry, I forget his name, yeah. some dude, he threw it up, but he was covered. He had yeah. a man in yeah. his face, and he threw it up, and it went down. And uh, I didn't know this, but Andre Miller has the ability to kick like a mule because he hit the <laughs> scorer's table and everything went flying, Brett. You wouldn't, the microphone, he was right in front of me like, oh, my God. I know. But, uh, yeah. On his bad leg, too. Yeah, he's got a bad leg? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so he was he was fired up that game. I like seeing that, though. I like a little passion. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I'm just as upset. I don't have anything to kick. Right. Maybe you want threw, something to kick. Yeah, yeah. through my water bottle or something. Wow, um, this is uh, fascinating to me how this has come about, and 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 you've uh, your team uh, selling the team. Okay, this is you go out, you bang on doors, you're trying to get sponsorships there. You're you're hustling, you're grinding out in the community. Plus, you're doing uh, charity events, seeing kids in the hospital, all that stuff. This is all part of running the franchise. Yeah, it's really cool. And the NBA has their awesome uh, NBA Cares program, which allows us to take the guys and. Children's Hospital, Boys and Girls Club, which is super easy. We just did a Special Olympics event. Um, and so that makes it fun, and that makes it a little easier to sell things. You know, when, when you're when you're doing things the right way in the community, people kind of come out and support you. Pardon me. Brad, I got a question for you. Uh, is, it's 5.15, and I know I got to be out of this show done at 5.39 and 4 seconds. Is this this 35? I should, should – you think I should break right now? No, keep it going? Good. Because I didn't want to wrap it up. I'm having too much fun with Steve. I apologize. For that. <laughs> That's great. I'm new here. Sure. Um, so when it comes to getting tickets, there's got to be a quick and easy way to get going with this. Yeah. It's uh, tell, tell me how. NBAGrandRapids.com. NBAGrandRapids.com. Mm-hmm. I always mess that up. Or you can go to the Van Andel box office. All right. Um, okay. Well, that's all fantastic. Big game um, tomorrow night, Capital City Go Go. The Capital City Go Go. Now, what is that? What is that after? What are they? Apparently, is that, the what, what does that even mean? Music started in DC. Go Go music. Apparently, yeah. Oh, that's a horrible name for a team. It's a, bit, uh, of, don't, it's a bit of a stretch. Don't don't comment yeah. on it. I don't want you to get. Have you ever gotten in trouble with the league? Have you ever done anything that they're like, oh, hey, we got to bring Jabara in here? I and, got two fines. Yeah. You you actually got a fine. Yeah. Can you uh, dis- what can you disclose about this horrible behavior yeah. of yours? Second one's hard to disclose. First one, I was uh, <clears throat> early days of the league. I was sitting courtside, and you know, I'm, you've seen me. I'm pretty into the games too. Yeah, um, I had mentioned to the ref I didn't think he was doing a tremendous job on the floor. Oh, okay. and uh, okay. I don't I think, think after the third or fourth time, um, 
yeah. they got reported up to the league. And and, and, and the ref was aware. The ref didn't think you were some drunk fan. No, it was the issue. I it was a rookie move. It was early. And I was wearing my credential. Okay. So yeah, you can't do one that. <laughs> yeah, so now I now I throw it around. If I'm going to yell, I throw it around my back. So no okay. Um, and you said you were, but you you're not going to say specifically what you said. Um, and I don't blame you, but the ref had had it. Did you actually get thrown out of the of the venue? No, it was reported later. And okay. there was also an issue with me using the ref's first name because then the players started using it and it became a whole thing. Oh, my Waterfall God. effect. Oh, crying <laughs> yeah, out so. loud. Can you say how much they fined you? Is that, is was, that a no-go? It was north of 10 10 $10? 10K. <laughs> Brett. You got north of 10K. Can that you one, believe that? That one hurt. How do you do? <laughs> Can you imagine if Bill <laughs> fined you $10,000 being an idiot or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Were, they, were they both north of 10? Yeah, second one was worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they allow you to go on a payment plan. A payment plan? <laughs> yeah, so. Set up your care credit. Oh. <laughs> we just finished making payments to the second one not too long ago. So uh, our bottom line will look better next year. Dude. Yeah. That's, you will not do that again. Oh, so it, so is so the, sit back for is the third one like it, so they get worse with every get, every they offense? Get, they get dramatically worse. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like Mark Cuban or something right. like that. I mean, you're not made of money yet. No, Maybe no. one day you'll yeah, be made sure. of money. Yeah, they hurt. It's each, not now each though. One, each one hurts as bad as the last. Oh, dude. <laughs> All right, Brad. What do you think? Get out of this. You can keep going, man. If you want. Um, I want to talk about refs because um, a lot of female refs yes. come, they, they start in the G League. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm witnessing some outstanding performances by these officials. Break. In fact, I think the first time in an NBA or a G League, it, it never happened before, we had a umpire, a ref, and a crew chief, all female. It's yeah. never happened before. Yeah. At, at one of the games. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was this year. It might have been last, last year. Last year, yeah. And then the year before that, you know, where they were R&Ding four refs at every game. Okay. Which ended up being a disaster. It, it didn't work? Too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. So they were all looking at the other one to make the call because they were sort of set up in quadrants. Okay. And the idea was they wouldn't have to move as much. So they could move in this box formation to one end to the other. And uh, that didn't work. Okay. Uh, Claire Aubrey is one of the officials. A great pedigree. Terrific official. She was on the court... Uh, I think for the one of the last home games. It's tough. Oh, my God. It's and I tough. witnessed this. Yeah. Terrific player for the Grand Rapids Gold, Adonis Arms. He, I tell you what, that, talk about the dunk contest. That guy yeah, sure. could have been the, in the dunk contest. Sure. I think one of the things that made Mac McClung so terrific in the dunk contest is that he's little. Short guy, yeah. He's not big, yeah. but he can put his head as high as the rim. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's a big spectacle. Well... Adonis was checking in, and when the players are, want to check in, they're supposed to sit at the scorer's table. Not a good idea to stand. Well, first of all, it blocks our view, but sure. we don't say anything. Right. Occasionally, um, well, this happened. Um, she's running down the court during transition, and he's standing there waiting for the next stoppage to come in. And as she's running, you hear, sit! Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Adonis is a big dude. And he goes, 
He puts his jersey over his face, and he turns around, and he goes, oh! And he turns around like he's dead. He goes, I got to see. He goes, I better do what she says. And he drops it down so fast. Oh, she does not take any, anything. Oh, very, very tough. All the refs are tough. Yeah. Gender has nothing to do with it. They are These are great officials. Yeah. My God, I love this league. Those are tough. Those are tough gigs too. I mean, that's they're so refs in any level, NBA or G. You know, they they can't see the same team twice in a row. But in our league, we travel more regionally, right? So those refs usually have to take like another step as far as their travel. So I mean, they're on the road. They have to peer review a game before they turn in that night. Yep. The next morning, they have to peer review their own game from the night before, and then they have to ref the game that. I mean, it's a full time job. I've never seen a, a G League ref get flustered. Uh, I forget what the fellow's name was, but something happened, and it was his fault. He he made and somebody starts yelling at him immediately, yeah. and he goes, "Stop yelling at me! That was on me, yeah. and I'm going to fix it right now." And then he comes up to the scorers' table, announces what happened. Yeah. I have to say what happened mm-hmm. so that both benches and the fans are clear as to how it went. I one thing I learned. Don't ask them to repeat anything. Make sure you pay attention because if you screw it up, oh boy, yeah. that is uh, hard on you too. Oh my God, yeah, I, I do not. I want to make them happy mm-hmm. every game. Steve Jabara, it's always a pleasure having you. Thanks I want everybody me. in uh, the West Michigan area or beyond because Grand Rapids is a great destination in the great state of Michigan, and we're heard, of course, all across Michigan. Uh, and a great sponsor of the huge show, the Grand Rapids Gold. Go to NBA. This is what you do. You go to NBAGrandRapids.com. This is what I'm doing the sell here. I'm going hard on yeah, this sell. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you go to NBAGrandRapids.com. Buy uh, tickets for everyone in your family. Kids, adults, brothers, sisters, you name it. Come down here. You rent a room when it's not snowing or uh, sleeting like it is. And you spend a uh, ton of cash coming to Grand Rapids and going to see the Grand Rapids Gold. We will not let you down. I love being a part of the organization. I'm so glad you could uh, join us here, Steve Thank Jabara. You. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, there you go. We're going to come back. we got one more second uh, segment. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to get to, and I don't know how much time we have to do it, Brett. Uh, we can talk about Carl Malone um, being a horrible person. Have you heard this story about Carl Malone? Oh, or, in fact, I am going to do that. I'm going to talk about Carl Malone, how it's a miracle how this guy wasn't canceled. This is very serious. It's a sinister, horrible story, and I'm going to get into that. And he was part of the NBA's big all-star week, and it was ridiculous. I'm going to get into that story coming up in just a bit. This is the huge show across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines returned to Chrysler Center last Saturday for round two of their rivalry series against in-state foe Michigan State. But it was a very different night. As you've by now probably seen the videos or read the articles, the game just had a much different feel than usual due to the circumstances surrounding 
during the horrific events that took place last Monday at Michigan State University. The Spartans took the floor to a round of applause. There was a moment of silence as Chrysler was lit in green and white, and even just for a moment, everyone realized that there's so much more to life than just wins and losses in what color your jersey is. And while we as fans look forward to the next game and the next week, I can't help but think about those parents who lost their children and how they can even fathom the idea of what's next for them. Wolverines will be back in action tomorrow night at 8.30 on FS1 at Rutgers. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Jack City, live on stage. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. They were at the top of their game, but when loyalty and trust takes a hit. DMV, man, we all we got. So the survivors. Your $5 ass down before I make change. Daddy K. Stretch from Naughty by Nature. Flex Alexander. The original G Money. Alan Payne. And Gary Dorday. February 23rd at the Vox Performance Hall. Ticket to Ticketmaster. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is on across Michigan. My goodness. HugeShow.net, of course, the website. You can get the podcast wherever you download shows. Brett's working hard on that. Thank you very much. Uh, Jeff Risden, the wall of death, will be in here tomorrow. Along along with me and Brett getting the band back together for the rest of the week. Do you recall, Brett, what he said he was doing today? Is, a, is it something sports related or something like that? Or? I think he's got to take his kids to oh. a sports event. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like he is like a super dad. Yeah, he is. You know, he's, he's always got something going he's got on. The, one, the kid is the basketball player for the high school team, and then the daughter is into volleyball. Yeah. And, uh, his wife, I think, is like uh, brilliant. A brilliant uh, uh, type. I forget why. I think Biomedical she's a medical type of something. Brain uh, surgeon or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Something really, really brainy. You know, I mean, he really um, outkicked the coverage. You know, I mean, you think about it. He's, he's writing about football games, and here she is uh, probably uh, establishing a cure for cancer. And saving the, lives. Right. And here he is going to metal band shows <laughs> on his free time. <laughs> And uh, writing about uh, uh, and talking poo-poo caca on his dumb football podcast. God, Zane. Gosh, <laughs> stop. You don't mean that. No, I'm just giving him a hard time. I, I feel like I can do that with him. I mean, I, I, I barely know him, but I think we've we've kind of become fast friends. Have you ever done that? You become like really, oh, like, yeah. like you meet somebody and then very quickly you're, you're pals for life. Jeff, Jeff, yeah, is the person I had that with. You did? Yeah, he's he's an easy guy to get along with. 
You ever like hang out or go out to eat or anything like that? A couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. That's good. I, I've had that happen like once. Oh. I got a pal named Jimmy, and it's like it's like we're brothers. Just clicked. Love at first sight. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You think family's overrated? <laughs> Family? Well, yeah. I mean, you you have to take care of these people and you have to get along with them, but I don't always get along with my family, but I always get along with my friend Jimmy. You know what I mean? You get my point there? You, you could start a uh, family with Jimmy if you want. I feel like I, I mean, let's n- put it this way. Never have anything go wrong. If something bad happens, I'm not calling my brothers. I'm going to call Jimmy. Yeah. So I, that my, that's my point. I don't think family's overrated, no. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I have like parents, I have sisters and aunts and uncles. I don't have kids of my own though. So different kind of family. Well, when I say family, I don't mean like my kids. Oh, okay. I mean like brothers, like like the family you oh, grew up you. with. Got you. Nope, not overrated. I don't know. Sorry. Eight six six eight three eight huge. Uh, Brett wants you to call if you think family is overrated. That's eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. How about Steve Jabara? Steve, don't call me Kareem Abdul Jabara. <laughs> How about that when he was talking about getting fined by the league oh, 10, for being 000? a jerk on the sidelines? Ooh. Uh, Do better at your job. 10,000 bucks. giving the, the refs a hard time like Mark Cuban. They're like, okay, I don't want to have to. They, they probably gave him a warning, too. <laughs> you know, he didn't listen to it, but he learned. Oh, yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. But then he did it again. He had two fines. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he couldn't reveal what happened on the second fine, but... We can just speculate that it was horrible language. I'm suspecting there was some terrible behavior all the way around. What time we got to? 39? Yep. All right, I want to get into this. When Carl Malone played basketball, I did not like him. He was very good. I remember when he uh, injured Isaiah Thomas with a vicious elbow, and Isaiah was bleeding all over the court. But that was about all I knew about him. I think all time before LeBron became the leading scorer in the NBA, uh, Malone was two. An incredible career. Um, He was courtside for the NBA's dunk uh, challenge, the uh, slam dunk competition. He was the one holding up like 50 cars. You know, let's go to Carl Malone. What does he vote? I had never heard of this story, but it made the rounds. And I'm like, how can one have... Uh, a person like Malone have something so sinister happen in his past and no one bats an eye. Carl Malone, when he was a 20-year-old player at uh, whatever college he played for, was somewhere in Louisiana, he, uh, turns out, had a relationship with a child. And he got a 12-year-old pregnant and... The person, the young lady, had the child at age 13 years old. Boy. Yeah. Now, um, okay, you hear oftentimes you might have a 20-year-old and, you know, you might have a person or maybe like a 19-year-old and sometimes you get someone who's under the actual legal age that does happen. This is entirely different. This is an entirely different ball of wax. This is a criminal... Uh, sexual misconduct is what it is. It, it, it's well, it's to me. It, well, it is legally statutory rape, but to me, it's rape for God's sake! Holy cow! Manipulating a twelve-year-old, getting the kid pregnant 
Okay, so this guy goes on to have one of the greatest careers in the history. First of all, a college accepts him, and then a team drafts him, and then he has a long, fruitful career. It turns out that the parents of the girl, for some reason, did not pursue exposing this for some reason, and they actually voiced that they didn't want to harm his career. And I, I mean, oh, I don't know. I mean, if it, but it, if I'm a parent, I mean, I'm like, hell yeah, you're gonna fry. You're right. And so they kind of let him off the hook. This is a terrible story. Uh, the two, and then. Um, the child, he ended up, uh, first he denied that it was his. That was proven to be true. He did. And even though he was making millions of dollars a year in the NBA, he was paying like $125 a month in child support. So this gets, this gets worse. Wow. The kid ended up be, uh, becoming an athlete, Demetrius Bell. He played in the NFL for the Bills and the Eagles, a terrific athlete. Played for five years in the NFL, and they did not have a relationship until 2014. And then Malone decided to uh, broach it. And I guess that they, I mean, uh, made amends or something like that. And, 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 and this isn't about that. This is about this horrible, horrible behavior. I'm going to skip that clip. That they, that they let him participate. The NBA said, yes, put karma. Okay, the family didn't make a big deal of it. But at the same time, the word got out. So people are well aware of this. And the NBA says, yes, we need Carl Malone, of all people, judging the NBA dunk contest. This is an absolute travesty. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything this bad in a long time. And, and I this is the first time I've actually heard of it. I'm glad that Bomani Jones did make a uh, comment about it. And he talked about how much he hates Carl Malone. And this is just one of many reasons why. All right. You can find that full story is online if you just search for it. Carl Malone. And his uh, unbelievable, unbelievable behavior. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to end on such a miserable note, but I'm being told by the producers of this show that Bill has an interview, a very important interview coming up for that final segment. It's pre-recorded. I know you're going to love it. Bill loves supporting the blue, and that will be discussed coming up in this interview to round out the show. Uh, till then, I will talk to you tomorrow with uh, Jeff Risden right here. It is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So... Which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this. 
Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable, and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Time for another true and blue segment here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Each and every week we get together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and we talk to the leaders in law enforcement about their departments, about their need for more officers, and also all the good things going on and what it's like to be a police officer in the state of Michigan. And joining us today, Chief Scott Kipp. Uh, he is the chief of the Albion Department of Public Safety, and that's an interesting combination because Chief Kipp is also the fire chief along with being the police chief, and they have 19 public safety officers who are all trained both in terms of police and fire, and Chief Kipp joins us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Welcome in, Chief. Thank you very much. All right, well, tell me what it's like uh, to have somebody interested in working for the city of Albion Public Safety. And on both sides, as you as a police chief and a fire chief, that's very unique, challenging, but I think at the same time for the men and women who are part of your team, rewarding. Yeah, it, it can be a struggle sometimes for us to hire people uh, just because, you know, they're, they're looking at two different jobs and you can't always find people interested in those jobs. But we have some great young men and women that work for us. Um, and uh, I just truly enjoy doing both the jobs that we have. So if somebody is interested listening and they want to be a part of the Albion Department of Public Safety, which would re- require both training uh, to be a police officer and a firefighter, uh, how would they go about that process? So if they get a hold of uh, either myself or uh, Lieutenant Bill Timmons from our department, um, our department um, currently pays for both the police academy and the fire academy. Uh, so you don't have to have any specialized training coming into it. But if you have interest in both of those jobs, uh, we have openings. So. So the easiest way would be just Google City of Albion uh, Public Safety, maybe, for somebody listening across the state? Absolutely. Um, We have uh, our our city's uh, website has all the information on it. We also have Facebook accounts that have that information on it. Um, And we generally post on the MCOLD site for job openings, like most departments. 
All right, for you it's interesting. Uh, you've had 23 years, Chief, in law enforcement and 28 years in firefighting. Now, that's a unique career. Yeah, it is. Um, I uh, started my career after graduating as the assistant director of campus safety here at Albion College, um, and then I got into firefighting in lo- one of the local departments um, as a volunteer, paid-on-call firefighter, um, and then shortly, well, well I was about Seven years later, I got hired as a police officer, and the and the city sent me to the police academy. So I was uh, became a public safety officer here. So uh, being uh, and by the way, Chief Kip from the Albion, Michigan Department of Public Safety, which police officers are also firefighters. Uh, what, what's the most rewarding part of being a police officer, and then the other side being a firefighter in Albion? Well, you know, I think the greatest part about this is your ability to help people um, in both those situations. Uh, and so when, when people are now being called on a public safety officer, we can do a lot more than just what a police officer might be able to do or, or a firefighter. Um, and we rely on all of our officers to be fully trained in both those areas. And most people don't realize what we do, but, you know, the fire call comes in and the police cars go to the fire station. The guys switch out into their fire gear, jump in a fire truck and, and go fight the fire. On top of that, our, our, all of our public safety officers are kind of on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and, and come back for those fires when we actually have uh, structure fires. Chief Kip from the Albion, Michigan Department of Public Safety joining us uh, here on our True and Blue segment presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police in the state of Michigan. Easiest way, whether it's Albion Public Safety or any of the almost 4,000 openings right now in law enforcement in the state of Michigan, uh, just stop by your local uh, police department, public safety department, Google them. Same thing for state of Michigan. A lot of jobs out there right now that they're looking for men and women uh, who want to protect and serve for you and again the best of two worlds as a firefighter and a police officer protecting and serving down in Albion uh, what's the most gratifying thing for you just uh, on a personal basis in the field you've chosen to be in with law enforcement um, I, just the fact that uh, you get to help people sometimes uh, on their worst days uh, and make it a little bit better for them. Um, we, we've stressed and stressed service here at our at our department, and most of the officers when they're going out there, they're they're looking to figure out how to help somebody, um, and that's that's the goal in everything that we do is, is helping people, um, and no matter what the problem might be. And a lot of times people don't know who to call other than your local police department or fire department with us it's just one call you get both um and we do what we can to help people um and that's just the the most rewarding part is when you make somebody's day just a little bit better chief kip is with the albion michigan department of public safety 19 public safety officers who are all trained and if you're looking just contact uh, the albion department of public safety you'll be both a firefighter and a police officer uh, which they'll handle all the training uh, just find more just search uh, albion department of public safety so 19 public safety officers what's the split between uh, michigan michigan state and lions fans uh, as far as what? <laughs> that you guys cheer for. So let's say when you do get downtime, yeah. which being both a firefighter and police oh, yeah. officer, that's a different animal. But you will get a yeah. day where nothing happens or something, and you're not on uh, call. Uh, what's the sport of choice 
the team of choice you think the most popular with your now, now Albion College would be at the top of the list. We'll, we'll go there, right? And uh, oh, yeah. but uh, after that, is it Lions? Is it Wings? Is it Pistons? Uh, who is it? It's probably it's it's probably the Wings. Most of my guys are big hockey guys. They they love the Red Wings. Um, you know, football, Lions, of course, Tigers, baseball. But I think when it comes right down to it, most of my guys prefer to, prefer to go to a hockey game. Yeah, uh, so Wings playing good hockey right now. Man, uh, Chief Kip, Albion Department of Public Safety, they're looking, and like a lot of law enforcement agencies, and also you'll be involved in firefighting with the Albion, Michigan Department of Public Safety, but just stop by uh, the Albion Department of Public Safety. You can uh, Google, find out uh, where you need to put in an application. Up to 4,000 openings right now in law enforcement all across the state of Michigan. Chief Kip, thank you for your time here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Absolutely, and thank you for all the uh, support for law enforcement and our firefighters across the state. All right, thank you, my man. Uh, Chief Kip from Albion, Michigan, joining us uh, here on our True and Blue segment presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and we do it every Wednesday at this time on the Michigan Sports Network.